Um, anything we need to go into before we start, or should we just let it rip? I'm good to go. All right, let's fucking do it. I'm ready. Woo! Hello and welcome to the Worst Movie Ever Made, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow mad scientist, Rob Scucci, and this week, Bob Hassick is back from uh, think underscore in underscore movie underscore scenes on Instagram. Hey, Bob, how are you? Hey, Rob, guys, why are we doing this? Can I start with a story that I promise will be relevant later? Yes. Okay, um, so... <laughs> I have a, I have a three year old. You know she's, she's potty trained. She's in pull ups. She's um, you know, proud moments, but she's having accidents. She's been really into hide and seek, and she's been telling me where to hide, as three year olds do, because they like finding you really easily. Yeah. Um, I've gotten like acrobatic, like doing that thing where you like put your back against the wall and like shimmy up, so you're like on the ceiling <laughs> and like dropping down behind her and scaring the fuck out of her. Um, nice. And in the excitement of a rousing game of hide and seek that was going on, we were like in our second hour. She shit her pants. <laughs> and um it doesn't seem relevant to this movie um which is hard to kill starring steven seagal but it will be later um and 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 you know we have bob on the show who's and like bob's a friend of the show and a fan of the show and he always he, he keeps an eye on the polls and every once in a while a movie makes it and he's like oh shit i gotta get on this one so yeah, i'm yeah. <laughs> i'm really excited because we're gonna have a, a rousing conversation about this movie no, I I uh, I grew up in the '80s and '90s, and I was in high school in the '90s. And my brother and his friends loved Steven Seagal movies, and they tried yeah. to convince me that these were the better action movies because Seagal <laughs> was cool. And I was like, "Okay, I'll give it a shot." And even back then, I was too afraid to say, "No, this really sucks." I just kind of went yeah. along with it. So now I'm getting my my uh, just desserts. Yes. Yeah. I, I was saying to Rob uh, off air, it, it really seems like a made-for-TV movie to me. Yeah. It, it's not, but it, that's the kind of feel it has. Almost soap opera-y. You know? I, I, I love when yep. you guys pick a movie that was a blockbuster uh, because yeah. it's, it's not. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. Uh, all right, let's do some bad reviews. And cool. we'll move it right along. Sure. Uh, so Mick, Mick LaSalle from uh, San Francisco Chronicle says... This time, the martial arts philosophy lesson rings hollow. But it's a good point, because what was yeah. the what was the moral? Like, don't die for seven years and yeah. like lose your son. I, I really have no idea. Michael Wilmington of Los Angeles Times says there's nothing dopier than the crooks in one against a hundred action movies, except maybe those who cook them up. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is a shot across the bow at Seagal himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had his hands in this quite a bit. He did. He definitely did. Um, Cause he makes himself to be cool in every single way. And like, when you write about yourself, you want to do that. And he clearly. Yeah. Thinks I, I read that he did have, um, he, he was one of the three writers on the movie, but he and the two writers aren't credited. Okay. I, I don't know how that happens, but maybe yeah. they just locked up the, 
<laughs> the writing credits and didn't want to didn't want to shame anybody with this dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Rob, you got YouTube comments? Yeah, I got a few. Um, the vibe when he says, "I remember you," can feel the emotion. <laughs> um, this is one of the best all-time Steven Seagal movies, and one of my favorites, no doubt. Um, and this is all from the um the supermarket scene, by the way. Um, okay. This um, beautiful scene. Love his martial arts. <laughs> like the the okay emoji. Twenty twenty one comma be like a hundred emoji thumbs up emoji. <laughs> so yes, my we- my hypothesis about mental illness being rampant on YouTube has <laughs> once again been proven. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Bob, before we get into our first test, do you want to uh, to say anything like as an opener before we get into it? Um, not really. I <laughs> I'm just excited to jump in. I I, cool. I just because I uh, yeah. So I I the one the one anecdote speaking of of the grocery store scene was that yeah. was my that was my brother's big big thing. He's like, oh look at him. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll get down on my knees. I'll I'll, I'll put one <laughs> hand behind my back, like that whole business. And and it's yeah. just it, as much as I was giving this movie a chance, that just that took me right back to high school. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And, and that was just a few minutes in too. I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, let's do test number one. Uh, it's called Worst of Its Kind. So we take five different movies, get their critic scores on Rotten Tomatoes, we average them, and then compare it to the movie in question. If it's mm-hmm. also the worst of its kind, it gets an extra demerit. Um, but we'll we'll have to see with this one. Let's do test number one, Worst of Its Kind. Is this film the best of the worst or the worst of its kind? So we're going to start off with um, Commando. Schwarzenegger. Okay. I feel like he's yeah. popped up. Like this movie in particular pops up a lot, but it it actually has a decent score. It's a sixty nine, which makes me not really want to do it for the pod because it's not going to have a great score on this test. Maybe that's not I, fair. Yeah, but it, it's cheesy. Yeah, and anything like like I think I said about Salt Lake, Salt Lake City Punk. Like anything that's like above sixty is kind of like it ends up being like a matter of taste at that point. It's like it could be bad, but it's like. Enough people love it for it to be bolstered up there a little bit. It's really funny, though. Bob, yeah. have you seen Commando? I have. Uh, I want to say that's Alyssa Milano when she was a little kid. And um, Commando wow. is like one of those things that has a good supporting cast and, a, and okay writing, kind of like the first Terminator. And yeah. uh, that lets it be passable. So, yeah, I wouldn't I, recommend it for the pod. No, but it, oh, man, I really want to do it, though. I'm not going to lie, because there's so many bad lines, and he does so many things that even, like, Mr. Universe couldn't possibly do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he tears, the like, the door off of a car and then, like, mm. tears the seat out, just, like, one-handed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, well, anyway, Tango and Cash with Stallone and Russell got a 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That one, I think we're circling that one, Rob. We're going to have to do it at some point. Yeah, it's like the chum in the water, and we're just, like, just waiting to bite. That is a favorite of my generation. Let me tell you what. People yeah. love that movie. Is it the Star Bower, you think? I, I no, it's the stupid lines that just people love requoting. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. It, it's where the term foobar came from in a lot of people's oh, vocabulary. Okay. No yeah. kidding. Well, see, that's um I guess I'm younger because I always thought that was a saving private Ryan thing. Right. I mean, it, I think um, it was a I think it was a general term, but I think they popularized it in uh Gotcha. Tangling cash. Got it. 
Uh, the last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans got a 46. Never seen that. No. I, I bet you Bruce Willis plays harmonica on that one, though. He's got a... <laughs> it's been um, so long since I've seen it. it was, I don't remember liking it at all. Okay. I, I, mean, I remember... It's not good. I think I remember a football exploding or being shot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, something right. strange like that. Sick. <laughs> uh, cliffhanger with Stallone. Here's another one that has a decent, yeah. decent score that I really want to do for the pod. Okay. I mean, I've, um, I have family that know that even at like 11 years old, I was making fun of that movie. Yeah. Uh, he died like, or should have died probably yeah. 20 times in that movie. Okay. I saw that in a theater on a date. Was it a, was it a decent date? Because I can see how that might turn it south. No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, that, that led to your wedding day. <laughs> no. No, God, no. That uh, was even a, a worse movie, but I'm not going to yeah. mention it. Okay. It, okay. <laughs> Broken Arrow, uh, Travolta and Slater. I've never seen that one. Got a 53. Okay. So these scores aren't terrible. I mean, they're, they're somewhere around, you know, the 50-50 borderline. Uh, giving it an average of 53 out of the five. Mm-hmm. You guys want to guess the um, the score for Hard to Kill? Bob, why don't you go ahead? No, you know what, Chris? You told me the score when we first guessed it, so I know it. It's like 36 oh. or 37. Okay. It is a 36. All right. Okay. I was going to say 25. Well, that should, <laughs> it, should, it should be a 2.5. Yeah. Um, but that gives it a score of negative 17, and it's actually not the worst of its kind, okay. which surprised me. That's Tango and Cash, and that's a, just another right. reason why I think we should do it. Okay. Yeah, good idea. All right, let's toss it to uh, test number two, the plot pitch. Okay. So uh, you guys are going to be major movie producers, and I'm going to go two-on-one in the elevator trying to convince you both sure. uh, to make this movie with my plot pitch. So I'm going to ask you both at the end if you would make it, and then I'll be the tiebreaker, I guess, and then we'll get a okay. star grade and average that out between you guys, and that will right. um, help us to compare it to Senseless, our current season champion at the end of the pod. So, let's do the plot pitch. Test number two. Hey, God, hey, man. Hey, what? You want to hear my movie idea? No! <laughs> I love your the, the comedic timing of that bumper. Is yeah. Perfect. The uh, all right. I'm ready. All right. You want to count me Three, down? Three, two, one, go. Former tournament champion, Navy SEAL. An entrepreneur, Mason Storm, has turned private investigator as he takes on the mob and local senator, Vernon Trent. While investigating a lead, Storm discovers a plot to assassinate a local hotshot by the senator and the mob. They hear him bump into a pipe on the docks while filming their secret meeting, then track him down at every turn. They manage to murder his wife and very nearly kill him in the process. He becomes Jesus in a coma and fights back as soon as he is resurrected. Will this brewing storm blow the senator away? Will this Mason construct new relationships? And too soon, I might add. Let's kick some box office ass, guys. What do you say? We going to make this one? No, I'm not going to make this one. Oh, uh, how, how much is it? Oh, man, that's a good question. Let's find out. Um, <laughs> I, I just have to ask uh, my investor how much they're uh, willing to put into it. Real quick, I'm just going to yeah. shoot him a um, a call because there's no texting back in '90. Um, okay, and he says we're actually only going to need 10 million to make it. Okay, all right. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna uh, uh, see if I can get one up on my uh, my competitor there, Chris. Uh, my my competitor, Rob, and I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm actually rethinking it for the price. Like, Bob, you want to go in on it? Actually, and we'll do five each because the star power alone will make the money back at least. <laughs> uh, what star power? <laughs> uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> Oh no no no! He this is only his second movie. I don't I don't think he has star power. But you know what? Since that that's the case, I'll go half. Yeah sure. Yeah, but he's been he's been coming up in the blues scene on, on electric guitar too. <laughs> so I think I think just the the name might carry the weight to, to earn back our ten mil. All okay, right. so you, you guys are gonna split it fifty fifty and yeah. make it. So it doesn't matter what I think if I were a producer. Uh, what we need is star grade though. Mm. I mean. I, I still think it's like a 1.5. I'm giving it a three. <laughs> okay, so what is that? Two point and a half divided by two, two point seven five or something like that. Two point yes. Two point two five. Two point two five. I'm not a math. Thank you, Bob. Okay, cool. Um, so there you go. We we know now whether or not they would have made the movie. Um, and it's a, it's a yes. Way to go, yeah. guys. Woo. Okay, I love this next test. This third test is our the worst dialogue test. And what we do is go in reverse order, um, the least worst line to the very worst line of the movie, 10 to okay. 1. Let's do test number three, the worst dialogue. The worst movie ever made presents the worst dialogue ever made. <laughs> No, oh, my, favorite, my, my favorite bumper. That's it right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> right. is nice. It's kind of jazzy. Maybe uh, Seagal would have liked to riff to that one. Yeah, it's Joe Pass. It's off Virtuoso number three. Check it out. <laughs> All right. Nice. Um, there is so much bad dialogue in this movie that I, um, at the end, I threw in a couple of honorable mentions between two and one because they didn't quite make the list. But they're bad enough to mention in my okay. uh, estimation. So number 10, there's bad guys after they kill Storm and his wife, yeah. right? They're planting evidence. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy, I mean, it's just. The guy goes, um, I got the coke on the dresser. Put yours in the nightstand. We'll fix his ass. You got the tapes. And <laughs> so they're. It, it's not exposition exactly because it's not yeah. telling you anything about the story, but I guess they're alerting you to the fact that they're fixing him up. Yeah. Um, but it is so like nobody describes what they're doing as they do. Like if I was cooking the balsamic chicken I made tonight and I told yeah. Aaron, I'm now going to put the mustard into the balsamic. Now I am putting the rosemary. Do you have the, the salt and pepper? You know, it, it, nobody goes um, step by step like that. No. So, it, it, it was know, a little strange to me. What do you guys think? I, I agree. And I want to say at the very, very, very beginning, Seagal is talking to himself out loud as he's trying to hide. <laughs> and he's doing yeah. the same thing. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> who are you? And it, it cracked me up. Right. I'm like, who, who would do that, especially if they're trying to be incognito? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very on point with what you just said. Yeah. Okay. So that's a line that I didn't even put into the honorable mentions, but it could have been one. Um, and this is going to be a theme that comes up again and again, guys. But one of the things he says, Bob, in that um, spot right there before he clanks the pipes at the dock is uh, something to the effect of, I'm paraphrasing, but he says, um, 
come on, what are you guys doing? I'm late for the Oscars. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, number nine, the tall goon that's chasing Sonny. Um, mm-hmm. He's just about to die because Seagal caught up to him. I mean, yeah. Storm caught up to him and started yeah. kicking the shit out of him, right? And he's like, he's about to snap his neck or whatever, and the goon goes, you're still a loser. <laughs> <laughs> just one last parting shot before he gets his neck snapped. Uh, number, remember, number eight. Um, Go ahead. Remember in 13 Ghosts when he's like, loser, <laughs> when he's like fighting him around <laughs> you like that weird loser. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Oh, man, it, it reminded me of our last episode in Roadhouse, actually, when uh, Jimmy is like, you're about to die or whatever. And yeah. uh, Dalton goes, you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Storm kills a henchman in the mansion. Yep. And he, the one of the henchmen, uh, I, I guess a couple of them were cops, like bad cops. Yeah. Crooked cops. Uh, because when he kills him, he goes, now you're a good cop. Which, yeah, because he's dead. A good cop's a dead, to- dead cop, basically. What I, trying I to can't. Say. Is that? Is that? Because yeah. I, I honestly had no idea what that meant. And it was Dean Norris from fucking Breaking Bad. Oh, was it? Before he got old and like bigger. Oh, yeah. oh, Hank. okay. It's Hank, yeah. Cool. Oh, Hank, okay, got it. Uh, all right, hey, this brings us to our first clip. This is number seven. Okay. Uh, call this one Unstoppable. Oh, God, yep. For what it's worth. Sorry. Most unstoppable son of a bitch I ever knew. Yeah, well, you got stopped tonight. <laughs> Seagal wrote that line. I mean, right? He had to have. He had and, to have. Oh yeah, he, he did. probably wanted uh, him to say Seagal like in the line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, number six. This is so. This is some of my favorite stuff personally, but uh, okay. I understand it's not actually the worst dialogue. So it only re- uh, came in at number six. But this is O'Malley, his uh, good cop buddy. That's that's really helping out with Sonny. Okay. Talking to Sonny, and he goes. And guys, tell me what this reminds you of when I'm done. Okay, I'm not gonna. I, I'll I'll tell you if you don't think of it. But right, this this is actually relevant to both you, Rob and Bob. So O'Malley says, "I'm gonna tell you something, Sonny. One day when this is all over, me, you, and your pop, we're gonna rent us a big fishing boat and catch us a, the biggest fish that ever sa- swam the seas. I'm not talking about goldfish either." Then Sonny says. Last time I went fishing with Pop, we caught an old tire. And O'Malley says, not this time, Sonny. We're going to catch a big, fat tuna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does that, does that remind you guys of anything in particular? Yes. Yes. And, and you know what? When I heard it, I couldn't place where I have heard that. I'm like, okay, I know <laughs> this is a line from a shitty movie. And I remember Dante speak. I, yeah. I figured yes. it out. Yep. It was uh, all over the place. I was like, how is this possible? It's like it's almost word for word. He just didn't yeah. say like tastiest, yummiest things or whatever. Yeah. It's like the one line missing. That was crazy. Uh, if well, you had well, to be fair, didn't this come first? It did. This did come first. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. Dante's Peak Ouch. was ninety-three or ninety-five. Yeah, to no, rip this just, off. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I know they ripped off Seagal. The shame on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This is Storm to the Orderly, and this one just I was laughing. Like mm-hmm. I, I should have been paying attention to my kids. You know, yeah. but I was just laughing at this line. Um, 
Storm says to this orderly, he's like, he's in the coma. The mm-hmm. orderly lays him down and is mm-hmm. <laughs> bopping his back. And he's like, yeah, get me out of here. Thanks for the massage. You got to get me out of here. <laughs> he's like worried that the orderly is going to be murdered and he's going to be murdered, but he stops to yeah. think it to the massage <laughs> mid explanation. This is what I mean about Steve. You can tell he wrote this for himself because like when he walks into the convenience store, like someone's like, Oh, thank you. He's like, Oh, you're so very welcome. Like he's like, he didn't have to say <laughs> right. that. That interaction didn't need to exist. Like it didn't yeah. add time to the movie. It didn't do, it's just, they want to show how kind and cool and awesome he is. Yes. No, Rob, I thought the same exact thing. I'm like, why did they show that him thanking the guy? And then, <laughs> and then uh, Chris, I, I totally understand why they did that with the orderly because when the orderly first uh, took him, he was like, like, uh, fucking leave me alone. Fucking, like, get me the fuck out of here. And yeah. it looked like he was an asshole. And then as yeah, soon as he said, hey, hey, thanks for that massage. It turned yeah. it it turned yeah. it around. Yeah, exactly. There there was an, another line that, um, and I know I'm kind of, like, inflating this a little bit. His wife. His wife, but like, before their sex scene is like, yeah. if they knew how sweet you were, Mason, no one would be afraid of you. Which I almost yeah. added into the dialogue, but it's the same kind of thing. They're trying to... Yeah. Make him seem like a really good guy, even though he's like the Punisher, right? Yeah. Um, All right, let's do clip number two. Um, Superior Attitude, this one's called. What have they found him? What have they found him? No, 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 you did the right thing. That wasn't the time. Now's the time. We're outgunned and undermanned, but you know something? We're going to win. And I'll tell you why. Superior Attitude? Superior state of mind. We'll get him, buddy. Believe me. Every fucking one of them. I'm glad you, you added in the gunshots. Yeah. Because uh, it just it makes it all the cheesier. He hits yeah. every pot. And then, like, he, he makes four shots and like six things blow up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is superior attitude and superior state of mind too close to dis- distinguish from one another? They're, they're pretty adjacent. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't but, say I mean, it's two separate things. I, no, I wouldn't. I, I might have gone with discipline or something. Yeah. And that's, I, I feel like that's what he's going for. Like we've got the, the like feng shui of karate on our side and they're just, yeah, they're just like point and shoot kind of guys. I have no idea. Terrible. Yeah. All right. A few more. Uh, number three, the store clerk, uh, mm-hmm. we, we had already mentioned this, um, this dialogue starts and it's, this is an exchange between the store clerk and the gangsters. Yeah. And I just thought this is some of the worst line writing and reading I've ever heard, but I can't okay. clip everything. I should have clipped this one, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. The store clerk is a has a gun pointed at him, like a double-barrel mm-hmm. shotgun. Yeah. And he grabs his bat, and he says, I got half a mind to go out there and bash your... And then, ba-boom! Right? The, yeah. the guy shoots the shotgun, and the, the store clerk is like... And falls into the uh, display, and then the gangster says, now you only got... Half a mind. (laughs) I forgot forgot about that. You know how you black out traumatic things and then you remember them like years later? That's like one of those lines. 
I feel like Brutal. the line was written when they had it that he was going to have his head shot. Yeah. Like it would have made a lot more sense if his head was shot in half. But yeah. maybe maybe that would have made it a little like X rating, like a little for them. It would yeah, like an NC seventeen or something. They wanted to keep it at R, so they shot him in the chest instead. But they didn't adjust the line. So no, he shoots didn't. him in the heart and then says, Now you only have half of my is it Yeah. It didn't make any sense. No, it makes it makes no sense whatsoever. Well, you're you're probably on to something. I I wouldn't doubt they did sh- shoot it with the intention of shooting him in the head and <laughs> couldn't get pull the effect off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that could be too. Maybe maybe the makeup because they really don't like our our last test is the um, bad graphics test, mm-hmm. right? And there wasn't a whole lot to mention because they don't. No. One, they didn't have the budget to do a whole lot. But two, maybe they yeah maybe they just felt like they didn't have the the uh, chutzpah in the makeup department to make a guy's yeah. head explode. So, or they did it and it looked bad. So they reshot it. True. Yeah. yeah. It cost them like 20 grand to make a, yeah. a head <laughs> prosthetic or something. <laughs> um, all right. We've got a, a couple more, but I'm going to do um, honorable mentions as well in between. Okay. So number two, uh, storm to the goons playing pool. <laughs> okay. So Bob had mentioned how uh, the, he Seagal gets down on his knees. Mason Storm, excuse me. I'll try to yeah. refer to him as only Mason Storm going forward. Um, he gets down on his knees and he's like, come on, you want to you want to cut my heart out or whatever, you know? And yeah. he's like, maybe it's not fair that I've got this shotgun. And he like puts it away. Same deal, like where he's like, yeah, he's like making deals like. You won't fist fight me uh, if I have a gun, so uh, or you're you're too mm-hmm. intimidated because I have a pool stick, whatever. So here he says, "How's the action, boys? Mind if I play?" Oh, I know what you're thinking. I have this in my hands. I can't play. How's this? I'll put it away. Well, somebody hand somebody hand me a cue, and then he starts kicking the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. What, what, why is he constantly telling people what they're thinking? <laughs> it's, it's part of like his dojo like state of mind. It's a superior mind, you know? He has like that superior oh, mind. Oh, yeah, he's got the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. The now, state of I mind. I don't want to jump to loopholes, but the guy shot the clerk without a moment's hesitation. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. Seagal, for some reason, he like hesitates. And yeah. Seagal does like the- a- who looks like a bigger threat? I mean, I hate to say it. That yeah. guy was was a goofball, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, with, a bomb, with a bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Our next test, we're going we're gonna to go back to that clerk. Okay. You know <laughs> it. Um, well, I was, I was going to say something else there, but it doesn't matter. I'm sure I'll, I'll come back to it. So honorable mentions. Here's a couple. I'm just going to run through okay. them real quick, and then we'll do our number one worst line of dialogue. Sure. O'Malley to Sonny again, because I just – I. They were only in a few minutes together, but O'Malley with Sonny, the dialogue was just funny to me. Mm-hmm. He says, um, don't worry, kid. Even your old Uncle Malley's paws wobble from time to time. Here, <laughs> put this on. And then he throws him a jacket and he goes, now watch out for that hot dog. Don't spill the mustard. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what? Is, I, don't, I don't understand the I don't understand the point of the don't spill no, no. the mustard comment. <laughs> Just I, it really seems like they maybe it's like um when you're a kid and you're and you're filling out a report and you realize that you're like two paragraphs shy of the requirement. Yeah. So you go back over and see how you can make uh, your lines more verbose. Also, yeah. he's the only kid in the movie, 
So they probably wrote the dialogue to him as if they were talking to an adult, and they're like, "Oh shit, we're talking to a kid. Kids right. spill mustard. No, don't <laughs> you spill mustard on that jacket I just gave you." Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. No, the, the whole grizzled uncle thing just gets so <laughs> tired. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, you know, hey, kid, it could have said anything, and yeah, it would have yeah. sounded the same. And I think they did literally say, just say something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says, old Uncle Mally's paws wobble from time to time. It's just hilarious writing to me. All right. Uh, one more honorable mention. Storm to uh, Andy, that's um, mm-hmm. his love interest, and his ex-wife in real life, apparently. Okay. <laughs> they're they're in the um like hideaway and mm-hmm. they're having like a sweet moment or whatever and he turns to her and he finally addresses the thing on his face and he goes you give me this beard <laughs> <laughs> but what is like what uh so yeah she, i guess i guess he didn't like the beard on his face and asked if she put it there <laughs> I love how like some like, I don't know if this was an intentional symbolism, but like she she like literally groomed him. <laughs> right. Like she well, groomed and she brought him out and was like, You're my lover now. So right. you're gonna stay at my place. <laughs> <laughs> uh I was wondering why she didn't do it earlier. I was kinda of, like I actually wrote it for the loopholes section, like why haven't mm-hmm. you cut his facial hair? Like he's got like yeah. a two foot long beard, why haven't you taken care of that for him? Yeah. But then she does, so um all right, the number one worst clip of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this one's called Blood Bank. Let's just do it. All right, here's the drum roll. Yeah. Where I left it. The people's candidate sent an averted trend. Promises no new taxes. And you can take that, bank. Money now and a lot more when I get in that office. Take that to the bank. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. <laughs> and then it ends, and he's just sitting alone in the TV room. <laughs> yeah, he's talking to himself. It's much worse the second time. The second oh. time hearing it is much worse. Yeah. <laughs> so bad that I could not believe that. That is one of those, like, I can't believe he wasn't mercilessly made fun of for the yeah. rest of his career for that particular line. That's it's that bad. That's like battlefield earth bad. That's you, you like crap lousy ceiling bad. He's, he's trying to get that Schwarzenegger. Cause like Schwarzenegger was like, he had some clout at that point and he was known for his one liners. So like every action star had to have a one liner and like those were his. Schwarzenegger's thing. It was like, like I'm, I'm pretty smart um, because I can come up with these little clever, like, taglines for the movie mm-hmm. but the thing like they weren't that bad they just weren't something that in my opinion the character probably would say or or yeah. think so it, it rings a little cheesy but that mm-hmm. uh, maybe mason storm would have done that but it's it's laughable even if it's genuine like yeah. even if he's like in his room and would say to himself i'm going to take you to the blood bank like yeah it's just a really he's just a really funny character it is just comedical that's <laughs> yeah that is horrible anyway um i don't ask for mentions on this one bob i'm sure you 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 know but um just in case our next section has any of that dialogue because we're going to move now into test number four which is the worst acting test so what we're going to do is um i'm going to act out a few of these um scenes myself but we got a few more clips of 
some of the worst acting in this movie. And this, I mean, that is saying something because the, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we've done some bad acting uh, yeah. for this podcast. And this is right up there with some of the worst we've ever done. In my I opinion. was waiting for like, cause I do like a little soundboard thing and I was waiting for the clips and I thought you're just going to give me the timestamp, like zero, 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 zero through one thirty four zero zero. And just rip the whole movie and hit the button. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Test number four. The worst acting. Naturally, we'd use the Catwoman thing for this one. Another uh, another through line with Bob. He was he was with us yeah. for the Catwoman uh, episode. So how about that? Uh, okay, so the first one is not a clip. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Um, although <laughs> keep in mind, I said it already, but it's true. For each one of these, they could have all been clips. Yeah, every single one of them could have been clips because they're that bad. But uh, right in the beginning, I, I don't remember the gangster's name. You guys, it was like Caprese or something, like Caprese salad. Yeah, he, he had burrata yeah. and he had some tomatoes and a drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, the, you know the guy goes to investigate what that sound was at the docks. Yeah. So he's about to turn the corner and get punched right in the face by Skull. Mm-hmm. I mean, Storm. And um, so he gets taken out. And then Caprice, um, or whatever his name was, goes, Hey, Mikey, keep, uh, quit playing with yourself back there. Yeah, that, <laughs> it, was, it was like su- supposed to be super Italian sounding. Yeah. Which, which is another monster. thing. Yeah, another thing that this movie does is like, I think it's, is this, I feel like this is not set in New York, right? Because there, where is Ohio? Because I saw the, the highway sign for Ohio. I don't, where is that? Is that in California? I have no clue. It's I, kind of, the, they, the whole, the, it was supposed to be taking place close to Los Angeles, hence the whole okay. Oscars thing and the movie making oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. So, yeah. I, I mean, is that an L.A. thing, too? Because, like, New York movies, you kind of have that, like, Italian, New york kind of, like, amalgamation accent. But I'm not sure if that's true in L.A. Well, it wasn't. A, it, was, it was more of a New York accent than an Italian accent. Yeah. It was like that, that Brooklyn, that whole, like. Yeah. Yeah. Quit playing so, with yourself back there. The store clerk, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So how dumb is that? Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys want to play some stickball? <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of shit. <laughs> All right, we're going to another clip. Um, okay. yeah, this one uh, makes mention of the Oscars again. In fact, that's what we named this one. All right. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Okay, what can I do for you? You got any champagne? Oh, sure. It's right over there next to the caviar. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, great, great. You'll find some in a big cooler back there. So, uh, how come you're not watching the Oscars tonight? The Oscars? Yeah, the Oscars. I hate the Oscars. You're not having a good time, huh? I mean, who needs the goddamn movies anyway? <laughs> I got a show in here every single night. Yeah? And you got horror, sex, freaks, violence. And I don't got to pay no four bucks either. Well, maybe you should film it. You could get your own show, you know? Oh, I'll be great in a porno, huh? Ew. <laughs> that could have gone in most offensive, but it's it's yeah. too good. I that those guys uh don't exist in reality. I know what they're going no. through. 
But that it's, kind of conversation just doesn't really it's happen. It's not real people or how they talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, it's the Oscars thing. Yeah. Which which they abandoned, I think, right? It's, I mean, maybe they make mention of it one time at the end of the movie, but it's like kind and of a... They mention it twice, then he goes home and watches Carson. <laughs> right? that was yeah, Carson? That's, that's true. Yeah. I'm yeah. late for the Oscars. Uh, don't, they run late, too, don't they? Yeah. I'm assuming it was a pay-per-view type of deal, so he probably could have watched it a couple times from his uh, setup. I don't know. True. I don't know what kind of cable they had back then. <laughs> hey, I read in the uh, when I, when I was researching, I read that I th- I think it would have been April eleventh, nineteen eighty three, according to the seven year thing where he yeah. wakes up in nineteen ninety. So they mm-hmm. know what day the Oscars were in eighty three. I guess it was yeah. April eleventh. So okay. that's what day the um, first like quarter of the movie takes place. Yeah. Uh, Senator Vernon, um, Trent, right? Vernon Trent. Mm-hmm. He, you don't know that he's a crooked politician yet. He's yeah. in the hospital next to, uh, Mason Storm's body as they're like wheeling him out. And he yeah. thinks that Mason's dad and he goes, what makes people do things like this? Would you tell me that? Would you please tell me that? Really bad, like soap opera bad. I don't even think that guy's the worst actor, like in the movie. I I, I feel like he's had a career since. I I couldn't place him, but I definitely yeah. know his face. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a been, very familiar face. Yeah, he's been in tons of stuff. Always the yeah, same character. He he can't be that bad, but mm-hmm. I don't he, know. Maybe he, the he's he's, he's a character actor. He's not a lead actor. He's always that exact character. No, yeah. for sure. I, I hate to, I hate to be like. I hate to be mean, but he's he's not. I don't feel like he's handsome enough to lead a movie. You yeah. know what I mean? He's kind of got that like touch of evil to him. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Seagull's coma acting. I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak any line because I've already done that for worst dialogue. But he is yeah. awful as a recovering from a coma guy. Yeah. <laughs> like when he, he he rolls out of bed at one point to like to hit the like the uh, dial on the phone yeah. so that she won't talk anymore because they might get traced even though no one has any idea where they are. Um, yeah, he just like rolls on the floor. He's like all these like whispery moany sounds. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea how long it takes you to recover after seven years of like no muscles and stuff. You know how much but, muscular atrophy you must be going through. <laughs> right. Like, I, I mean, and Kill Bill, she's only out for like a year and she got, she had no mobility. Yeah, know? that's true. Could, couldn't even, yeah. like, she had to really concentrate to move her big toe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would take more than a month to uh, to lose everything. And they tried to make up for that by her, the nurse, like moving his wrist to show that she had been working with his yeah. joints. Like a, some physical of- therapy. That's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about something else. She was debatably working while he was sleeping. Yeah, uh, a little a little later. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to our next clip. Uh, this one's just called "Old Lady." Yep. <clears throat> when we talked on the phone, I said, "Miss Stewart, I've asked everyone here at the home, and there is no O'Malley here. But it is possible that O'Malley is a relation of someone." Why don't you leave me your phone number and I'll call you if there's any contact. Can I phone you? Of course, my dear. Okay, seems innocuous, right? But yeah. 
I, I feel like they had to do another take. Did they think that she was going to drop that or something? Why didn't they do that again? Because yeah. it, uh, listeners, if you if you don't believe me, just listen to it back and listen to how like jarbled and slow and like I need to think about what my line is again while she's saying yeah. it. That delivery was she was like, "There is no O'Malley here, but I'll be sure to contact you if someone yeah. should." You know, it's like. It was like she pulls she was, her hand out and it. reads it off her palm. <laughs> that's honestly, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah. I, right, I um, think I think she was low enough down on the credit list to not bother hiring someone better. She must have been yeah. like a relative of somebody. Well, yeah, uh, O'Malley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't research the credits that much, but you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, our next one uh is this probably if we were still doing just overacting this would have been yeah. um probably our probably the person going into the Ashtick Arena for the week. Yeah. Um it's that uh fake doctor goon. Uh oh, this one's called good. Yeah, this one's called Like a Pig. Ah, yep. I'm gonna slit your throat, Stoma! You're gonna bleed like a pig! Hit him back! What? What? When did when did Deliverance come out? I don't know. 81. I'll, I'll make you squeal like a piggy. Um, I, I, I think it was 81. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're calling out to that or something. Maybe. I, I I don't know. I I um I think he the last thing he screams is they they went out back, right? Yeah, I, I luckily like I really feel like I needed captions for that. Yeah, he's just like yeah. <laughs> such weird, like way <laughs> over the top. I had captions on for this and nothing, nothing uh, unusual was there that you couldn't really hear. So okay. no surprises. OK, there, there was a line um, on that on that thought there. There was a line by um, Mason Storm to O'Malley. Like they're yeah. loading up and they're making the plan in the driveway and about to get in the car. And yeah. um, Mason Storm says something to O'Malley, and I, I um, wasn't like staring at my my uh, TV as as the line was being delivered. So I still don't know what he said. But he's like, yeah. "Then we're gonna go, you know, we're gonna get the tape, and then we're simple with him with a fee." It's like, what the fuck did he just say? I had, literally had no idea, but I was like too busy to go back and and figure yeah. it out. I think it was something along the lines of uh, win an Oscar themselves. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, oh, I, okay. I, I, well, hey. I, I'm putting it together I, now, yeah. I think that was the line, yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why, did they, why were they so obsessed about the, the awards <laughs> ceremony? That's probably, where they, that's probably where they got that money invested from to make the movie. They, they're like, promote the Oscars and we'll, we'll give you 10 mil or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe so, yeah. yeah. Just make they, sure you they, say it twelve times. Yeah, they, they were they were hoping to make the highlight reel like a uh, compilation at the yeah. Oscars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Oscars. Uh, all right, uh, this one I'm just going to tell you myself. It's uh, Storm, and he says, uh, he, "This is after destroying the woman's refrigerator." Yeah, <laughs> he goes, "I'm sorry, but I think your contractor is doing a lousy job." <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a sufficient explanation for why he is alone in the kitchen with a broken refrigerator. Yeah. I did, did not understand that, but it's just another one of those scenes where you have to just, just keep, she, keep going. She just kind of follows him out and looks at him leave. 
<laughs> yes. After he wrecks her property. <laughs> she just stands there like like kind of like inches behind him and just like, you know, follows him. I mean, I, obviously because he was getting the frozen tapes or yeah. whatever that 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 obviously was his old house, but what was the yeah. do you guys remember even the pretense like for they were trying to buy the house? They were trying to appraise it for sale or something like that and, and they, they were fake realtors. Oh, they were fake realtors. Okay, I thought and they were she, interested in the house. She didn't like, even want to sell it, and they're rent- she's like, "I don't want to sell it. We're adding a nursery." In fact, and they just like let <laughs> themselves in. Yeah, right. Can you give me a tour? No, I, I I am gonna be completely honest with you. Guys. This is gonna show my delinquency in the eighties. Okay. Okay. You could mm. you could get away with so much shit back then because no <laughs> one had any avenue to turn you into anybody. People couldn't. <laughs> Like, right, they right. couldn't film you. People couldn't fucking film you. And yeah, there was, there, there was so many things we could get away with back then that was like it was just almost unfair. And and when I see her looking at them leave, I'm thinking, what what was she gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, John Mulaney has that comedy bit where he's like, if you were like a like an early like a 1900s bank robber, all you had to do was not be at the bank you robbed when the cops show up, and they'll right. never find you. They'll never right, fucking yeah. find you. True. Yeah, it, 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 it was. It was it's shameful to admit how many stupid things we tried to do as kids and got away with because of that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't suppose uh, I statute of limitations is up after, I think, 17, seven, 17 years, something like that. Bob. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Exactly. Plus all the all the magistrates and stuff are probably retired or dead by now. So, yeah. OK, so, uh, so you, you don't want to divulge anything uh, super illegal on the pod just to just to yeah. spice it up. I, I don't maybe suppose. maybe a future episode if something comes up. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next one is our uh, last clip of the day. So okay. thank you for hanging with us on those. Um, this is O'Malley, and uh, it's, it's called Run, Sonny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's your son, huh? That's funny. You know, he doesn't look much like you. Does he, Quintero? As a matter of fact... I think that I've seen his ugly face before. <laughs> kind of looks like Mason Storm. Yeah. Enough of this fucking around. <laughs> we want the tape. Run, Sonny! Real juice of that one is the last run, Sunday. Uh, but but um, I did really love Quintero's enough fucking around. Yeah. Was pretty good too. And then the um, the first guy who was talking, who they like, I don't even, I don't know if they gave him a name, right? He's yeah. like henchman number whatever. Is um, like doing the. They're like, remember, we're in New York, even though we're in L.A. And he's like, yeah. I think I've seen your face before. Like yeah. the the. Ending things without the R that like Mike Francesa does. Yeah. You know and I mean, they just like had him deliver the line that way. So those three combined for maybe, maybe the worst acting clip yeah. uh, of the episode. Um, and I think O'Malley probably would have been, fun. if this was one of those episodes where we were in the Aztec arena uh, yeah. with two people from one episode to be O'Malley versus uh, the fake doctor. Hedgewood. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. That. That's a good um, one. <laughs> I, I just want to mention this. This, I, I, this almost went into most cliche, but uh, I threw it in here. And then we'll move on to uh, Rob's ad read. Mm-hmm. Um, so some news guy at the end, he's just like watching a monitor at the, at the end, yeah. like 
Um, and he goes, hey, Killer Storm fights back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, almost like, it's almost like when they say Battlefield Earth and Battlefield Earth or Waterworld yeah. and Waterworld. You know? yeah. Killer Storm fights back is so on the nose and so unrealistic and delivered really poorly that I, I had exactly. to put it in somewhere. I bet you that was the original title, too. The, uh, well, let's wait until the five interesting facts for the okay. the, old, the, the original title. <laughs> I, okay. I don't want to preempt would, anything. <laughs> would I would I add too much time if I had two honorable mentions? No, I'd like to go for it. Yeah, please. Okay, so one is, we haven't mentioned her yet, Kelly LeBrock. Or, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't, what's her name, like Andy or? Andy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's Andy. So she's a nurse in a, in a, uh, a coma ward. So she probably sees, sees like little excitement, right? Probably. <laughs> Two of her coworkers are gunned down and she <laughs> squats down and goes, oh my God, Ross, yeah. Danny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, that was horrible acting, but yeah. it was, it, it was his wife. She did it as a favor to him. I get Yeah, it. she did. She was done acting at this point. Yeah. Yeah, she was in. She was famous for Weird Science. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I did write that in her big, her big movie. So another one was an exchange between Andy and uh, Storm, and this is my favorite part of the movie. I actually like had to pause and like parade around laughing. Um, <laughs> it, it's the rhythm of the conversation. She mm-hmm. comes back to the hideout after O'Malley leaves, and mm-hmm. she goes, "Martha's dead," and he immediately says, "It's all right." But, you know, and then she says, then he, he says, oh, O'Malley was here. And she comes back with, how? Oh, you were talking to her mother. And by the way, my son's still alive. And then they start making out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. like, like, the, the rhythm of that, like, it was just back to back to back to back. There was no, I, I, I read that probably slower than it happened in the movie. <laughs> no, you, and, yeah, I think you did. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just floored. I'm like, what the fuck were they thinking? I didn't know if that was dialogue or acting or it was just everything. It was everything bad about that movie in one like five second clip. That that yeah. really is. It, yeah, that's that's a, a very good point and, and, and worthy of being brought up here because mm-hmm. um, that is like jamming in like a three hour conversation into like five lines. <laughs> a, a tearful, like brutal conversation to have one that you yeah. will remember for the rest of your life. They did in 12 seconds. <laughs> That's like um, Walker told me I have AIDS. Like Walker next stranger. Like really? That's that's the, that's the fucking exchange. It, it's all right. It'll be all right. Yeah, it's, it's cool. We're good. Uh, Rob, you want to do your ad read? Yeah, and I'm so glad you brought up henchmen because today's episode mm-hmm. of the worst movie ever made is brought to you by the Total Body Henchmen Workout. Are you a follower and not a leader? Are you too stupid to pick the right side? Are you literally working for free as a living, walking, breathing OSHA violation in some villain's penthouse? Then you need to get in the best shape of your life because you're about to get beat down. This three DVD package includes lessons such as suspiciously explosive barrels and how not to stand near them, how to shoot just behind the feet of the running man you're trying to shoot, and buddy, if you're going to drink on the job, maybe you should have gotten into landscaping. For six easy payments of $59.99, you'll statistically be dead before finishing your training, so steal a credit card today. Dude, that, was body that was so good. That's perfect. Wow. And, and by that, that I mean a per- perfect ad read. Um, yes. I, I really enjoyed the content that they sent over to us this week. <laughs> and uh, great job delivering it. That, that, was, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. It's a good thing they have those on DVD. You know, not nowadays. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, everything's on sure. DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to pop into the five interesting facts about okay. um, section, in this case, uh, Hard to Kill. This was another, for Roadhouse and uh, other low-budget films like this one, $10, $10 million, yeah. it's actually hard to um, dig up a bunch of interesting facts. You know, yeah. if it was like a giant production like Jaws, there's a million interesting facts. About yeah, they're, not, they're not putting the shit in a vault for like future historians to like, <laughs> no. through, you know what I mean? Um, and it's just not that interesting that you made a basically like release this to, um, you know, like if Hallmark had like a, a Hallmark action jail. Like yeah. this, this would be a, a kind of movie that you'd release straight to that. Um, but anyway, we're going to start with number five. Uh, I just wanted to um, throw this in there because Seagal's first movie with a ponytail is this one. Okay. You know, and this is, and that was, um, that was a big career move for him. So yeah. <laughs> I, I want to throw that in there. Um, this film. Okay. Rob here, this one's for you. All right. The film was originally titled seven year storm. Uh, until okay. Warner Brother decided to retitle, yeah, <laughs> Seven Year Storm. Okay, uh, I, I was that, waiting I for a title card drop in this movie. I was like, you know, I'm just hard to kill, but they never did it. No, no, they didn't. They should have, honestly. Yeah, they really should have. Um, but I guess Seven Years is in reference to his coma. Yeah. So, Seven Year Storm. Just I'm trying to connect it in my head. Like, what are they? Why are they referencing the coma he was in? Right. That's not, it's, it's like literally <laughs> eight minutes in the movie. Yeah. You know? All right. Number three, uh, we, we kind of said this already, but his ex-wife who plays Andy um, has called the movie since because uh, stress ex-wife, she has called the movie hard to watch. Yeah. That's her, that's her nickname for this movie. She said, she also said hard to believe in another interview. Yeah. Um, Number two, Mason Storm is trying to adjust the camera when Senator uh, Trent steps into the light. He's not filming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this could have gone into loopholes, but it's not mine. This is just something I read. Yeah. Um, so at the very end, when you clearly see him step into the light, it would have required mm-hmm. that uh, Mason Storm was filming him, but he's clearly not. So yeah. um, number one, and Rob, this is why uh, this is why Bowie's. Uh, poop story is going to be <laughs> relevant. Yeah. This has nothing to do with Hard to Kill the movie, except for that <laughs> it's Steven Seagal. Bob, did you know, and um, if you heard the last episode, Rob mentioned Seagal actually pooped himself in an altercation with another martial artist? Did you hear that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, his name was Gene LaBelle. He's an American uh, mixed martial arts like legend. I think and like jujitsu mostly, yeah. Like, yeah, he's judo. Um, yeah. And he basically introduced grappling to um, to MMA, according to what I read. Yeah. So Seagal is like, uh, this according to Gene LaBelle in an interview. Seagal is like, nobody can choke me out. Literally nobody can choke me out because I've got to yeah. move. I've got a move that I can do to, if you try to choke me out. So Gene LaBelle tries to choke him out. Yep. And Steven Seagal karate chops him in the balls. But Gene LaBelle um, has been hitting the nuts enough that I guess it's not, uh, you know, he, he doesn't break his grip. You get used and to anything. Then, yeah. Right. And then Seagal literally goes out like to sleep and shits his pants. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Seagal uh, vehemently denies this. Um, yes. 
there's my, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to talk more shit. Like when we get to the loopholes, cause uh, I mentioned last week, uh, my cousin Todd had sent me, um, you know, a couple things about Seagal and I, I watched a video that he sent me, um, that really ripped him to shreds. Okay. Uh, apparently he is like a compulsive liar. He's debatably, um, not very good at martial arts and, and he's just a guy who got there through reputation, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little more yeah. later. Um, One thing I want to add, you might, you might have come across this, Chris, the end ending mansion was also mm-hmm. used for in the, uh, uh, the big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Yep. Oh, I did. Yeah. I did read that. I almost, I almost threw I that in that. there. I thought yeah, that was kind of cool. Cause that was the only cool thing that I read. <laughs> yeah. Because, and, and it, uh, hits close to home. Because we did the Big Lebowski as one of our good movies, exactly. obviously. So exactly. if you guys are interested, um, we talk about how awesome that movie is in a, in a previous episode. So check it out. Uh, Rob, what's a dick shirt? What's up? Rob is a dick on a shirt. I love it. Oh, yeah, it. the dick, dick show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, let's, uh, let's move on to... Oh, you know what we need to do? Um, okay. Just to make this official. Because, and this seems to happen to me every time now. Um, because our format is different. We need to decide whether or not the dialogue was worse than senseless. No. You don't think it was worse than senseless? Mm. No. <laughs> Bob? I, I, no. No, I don't. No, I, I think it is because, I, in, in my opinion, and me and, me and Rob talked about this, um, yeah. about how you have to allow action movies and comedy movies to just have a certain level of stupidity. Yes, and and yeah. then judge it from that. And I, as stupid as I thought this movie was, I thought the dialogue was dumber. <laughs> so. uh, I, I'm I wrote down my answer is yes. This is this is worse than it looks. So Rob, you've been outvoted. Two to one. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but Sense but is we, still going to win worst movie. So I don't care. We we will. Yes, we're going to have to get into that and, and see what happens. Yeah, um, no, no. This is science. This yeah. is science. Um, well, how about the acting, guys? Oh, it's so much worse than this. I agree. Yeah, you know, Rob. I'm just gonna ban- I'm I'm gonna go on the bandwagon on this one. I don't care. <laughs> I <laughs> see. See, Rob's uh, Rob's pick was senseless for uh, yeah. like many weeks going. So yeah. I, I I know he's he's got a place in his heart for. There's senseless. a special little pocket full of hatred in my heart for that movie specifically. <laughs> so yeah, right. um, you, sh- you shouldn't be allowed to judge because you're obviously biased. <laughs> yeah, listen, exactly. listen. That's why we brought you in as a control this week, Bob. Um, <laughs> did, did you see Seagal trying to eat rice after? <laughs> <laughs> did you see Marlon Wayne's trying to scratch his asshole with a Johnny Mop? <laughs> <laughs> At least he succeeded. That's true. That's good point. <laughs> yeah, he got in there. He used the utensil the right way. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, here's um, I, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. here's a uh, category that I know senseless is gonna beat. Um, okay. Uh, hard to kill, and that is the most offensive test. All right. Test number five. This uh, senseless was the most offensive movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, because well, I haven't seen um, Tiptoes yet with uh, okay. with Gary Oldman. And if you don't know about the, the, it's it's a movie where Gary Oldman plays a little person. Um, and Matthew McConaughey. I, 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 I watch. I love out. Gary Oldman. How did I miss this? Yeah, he plays. Um, so Peter Dinklage is in it as well. Oh, okay. um, but I, I don't really know the plot other than um, like basically Matthew McConaughey and his fiance are going to meet Matthew McConaughey's family, who for some reason she hasn't met yet. 
And then you find out that the reason is because, and how offensive is this? You know, that, and this is my assumption that um, he it grew up in a family of little people. So um, right. he's, I mean, there, there is a genetic um, possibility that if you have children with a person who has mm-hmm. the like strong gene for, um, you know, that issue affliction yeah right that um you know her son or daughter could very well be a little person as well so that you know that brings up some uh, what a what (laughs) a title what a title for that movie oh my god (laughs) it's it's a the title is offensive yeah uh anyway uh that that is a diatribe that um we should probably let's just call it keep away Uh, all right. So on the subject of offensive, let's get into test number five, the most offensive. Damn it. I am tired of being Santa Claus. You get your together and you get your ass in the damn car. All right, so there's there's a good amount here. It's definitely not. Okay. So this is not about how many instances there are, like our next test. This is more about the subject of those instances. So okay. um, if you guys want to expand on anything that I say, I'm just going to take a quick pause after each one. I'm going to kind of lightning style this one. And if yeah. you guys want to, um, you know, blow it out a little bit, let's let's do it. So okay. Uh, number one, I think it's kind of fucked up to have your son um, saying the prayer that includes "If I die before I wake, before he goes to sleep every night." That's not something I'm going to have my son thinking about before he goes to bed, because that's going to probably keep him up at night. That's pretty common Catholic shit, though. Um, so it, I, I, I think they did it to paint him as like the good, like Catholic yeah. or Christian. And yeah, it's it's offensive if you're not religious and you're looking at it in 2021. But I could see where they were coming from on that one a little to, bit to to since we're since we open the dialogue in this one a little bit. Um, I, I think they wanted some kind of clever connection between that prayer and the like audio memory that he has when he's at the gravestones. Yeah. You know, because he, even though he was wide awake when he quote unquote died, because he didn't actually die. um, I think they wanted you to feel some kind of clever connection there that wasn't really established and stupid, you know? Um, I think uh, my opinion is they wanted you to think he was dead. For most of yeah. the movies, so you'd be surprised when you found out he yeah. was alive. Yeah, um, but like I, I don't understand because why have him like jump out the window then? Because like if you want, if it, so, I was actually pretty offended I, when it turned out that the son was alive. I was like, okay, that makes sense because they would have had him drop out the second story window to his death, or you know, mm-hmm. third story window to his. And that's a brutal way to kill a kid. Mm-hmm. in a movie like if that it was the assumption so when he's at the gravestones i was like wait a minute so the kid really did just leap out a window to his death that's yeah. that seems a little that seems brutal. brutal there was a shotgun fired right at the window and he would have got hit by it yeah I mean. yeah well um bob i don't know if you know this but sheetrock um is enough to stop bullets oh, okay <laughs> we've uh we've done the science here and willpower. Will, oh, yeah. Willpower also works. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm totally going to mention the sheetrock thing again and loopholes. Um, 
because I can't help but read the next thing in front of me. Yeah. But um, all right, number two, his wife uh, playing with his ponytail made me like almost actually sick. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing like this love scene thing, and she's like twirling the greasy hair like bundle around. You're expecting this to be a little butthole on like the base of his head underneath it. <laughs> That's really disgusting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a pretty funny image, though. Yeah. Um, number three, Andy uh, talking to Storm in a coma. She says, "Not kidding." <laughs> Would you like a little pussy? And then puts mm-hmm. a cat on the on the bed. But yeah. yeah, obviously the joke was like. Yeah, I mean it's it spells itself yeah. out. Um, it's pretty clear. The writing's on yeah. the wall. Yeah, she's English, and the English call them pussies. I mean, it's what it is, what it is. Yeah, right. Which I, I think they also call, or at least um, old school, they would call their face. Oh, like, puss. Yeah. yeah, puss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, looking at his dick under the blanket is offensive to me. Yeah. That was bad. Single. That was yeah. really bad. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty horrible. Um. Talking about the attempted whacking of Mason near a hot mic at a live event, does Senator uh, Vernon Trent. Yeah. He is steps away from the stage where he just delivered a public, uh, mm-hmm. you know, campaign announcement. And he's openly discussing with his goons the uh, attempted assassination, yeah, if you like will. Yeah, just the, hand, the fucking hand over the mic. <laughs> right. <laughs> not, not smart. Uh, talk, uh, the vaguely Asian music to set the karate vibe. I kind of, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like, I feel like you can take offense to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. to, to add on to that storm actually says I was raised in the Orient. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because they didn't want to identify a country that he was, why not just say in yeah. Vietnam? Where they have like kickboxing or something, you know? They reached out to every country and no one wanted to endorse this movie. <laughs> so they had to keep that's, it vague. That's hilarious. Just, the, the Orient or saying Oriental, like you're not supposed to do that. That's like kind of a dead word now, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It okay. is. Um, after grieving the loss of his wife and child for a like, I, I know he's been in a coma for seven years, but he's only been awake to grieve the loss of his wife and child for two days. He's banging yeah. the nurse. Yeah. I had that on my list. I agree. I, yeah. No, I agree. So, yes. And his mind has been five minutes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Essentially a month, maybe after all that working out. I mean, I don't, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was a montage. So you don't know how long it was. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been no time at all. And then they do the, like, he's remembering the like love scene with his wife. Which mm-hmm. actually makes it worse, in my opinion. It does. Yeah. Like if if it's that like fresh in your mind, how are you not feeling really skeevy about like banging the nurse out? I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, I agree. So he also waited a few days, maybe because of the muscular atrophy, but um, he waited some time to go to the gravesite. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. That might be the first thing I want to do. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Okay, Bob. Here you go. I uh, I wrote, my friend is dead. It's okay. <laughs> Says O'Malley. <laughs> um, O'Malley came by today, right? <laughs> yeah. That that I bet I wrote that down here, and not in worst acting. But I think uh, I think because I try not to like duplicate any of the the scenes. 
I found like, hey, my friend's dead. And then, yeah, whatever. O'Malley came by today to be like a totally <laughs> fucked up yeah. way to handle, hey, my friend's dead. Like you're supposed <laughs> to embrace her and then, you know, do whatever you can to make her um, not not get over it or any. You just like let her process it. Yeah. Uh, from now until she's over it. You know what I mean? Uh, but he's like, wait, no, O'Malley came by. No, that exchange, I think, hits every test. So I think it's almost yeah. unfair to put it anywhere. I think you're right. <laughs> I, it really does. It should be um, like the trailer to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the Hispanic dice in the car joke. Yeah. I don't know if you guys caught that. He, he like, trades in his Jeep for, like, a beater, and uh, it's got dice, like, oh, hanging out in the mirror. And the chain yeah. steering wheel. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sure really? I'm sure the gas pedals is shaped like a foot. Yeah. As well. <laughs> yeah, right. Um not paying for the fridge when you destroy it. Like you can't yeah. throw over like a couple hundred bucks for destroying a refrigerator. Yeah. I mean, I guess it came with the unit since it's the same refrigerator. Yeah. Um, but still, like she wasn't planning uh, that wasn't in the budget to replace the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so we we've talked about this with Raw Deal um, and okay. a, a couple others, but destroying apartment stores and street vendors, like using their like using their, um, you know, really place. expensive glass that's like custom yeah. fit the size of the market that you you've opened. That's an enormous window you're throwing them through. Yeah, like I and, and the street the poor street vendor that's yeah. selling like you know, like, uh, Chinese food or something, and um he just like judo flips him into the guy's like yeah. setup, like all his food and everything. He just knocks everything yeah. over. It's like, why not throw him in the other direction? You know, on the yeah. concrete, we, we, you can do anything you want to this guy and you're going to destroy yeah. the guy's shop. It's just yeah. really shitty. Uh, bad guy. Okay. This might be my favorite one. So the bad guys are running after uh Sonny at the end of the movie. Yeah. There's a few of them. The, the lead guy, um, I forget his name. Uh, Quintero, I think. Yeah. He's like the big dude. They're running through. He comes up on a crowded street corner and mm-hmm. he decides, I'm going to push this old lady into a fucking rack of clothes. I'm going to yeah. punch this guy's donuts into the air. And then he fucking <laughs> haymakers a person like running by. He takes all that time. He could have just like squeezed his way through, but he decides would... to like ruin the lives of three. Well, maybe not the lives of the donut guy, but like knock the shit out of somebody Maybe kill an old lady and destroy yeah. the the wonderful um, dessert that they're hoping to have. I, I was thinking about that because like it's it's the things that set me off are never big things. It's like it's the little thing that happens after a bunch of big things happen. And like maybe <laughs> that guy just like flunked out of grad school and found out like his like mother's dying, and he's like these donuts will make me feel better. And he's like <laughs> someone just yeets Come it out, out of his fucking hand. <laughs> and it's like and that's what's gonna make that guy go on a fucking spree kill because like it's fucking donuts. Got destroyed. Uh, yeah, that would be a better spinoff movie than what we just watched. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Donuts falling down. Um, all right, that's. Uh, you guys want to mention anything else? Um, nah, not for this segment. Okay. I only had. I only had one. Uh, uh, now I'm pretty sure Storm is a police officer, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I. I told him was my investigator. impression. Yeah. When he came out of the coma, didn't he say, I'm a cop, I'm a cop? Yeah, he pretty did. sure, yeah. right? Yeah, he did. So just excessive police force. Like, he's yeah. break. He's breaking forearms, 
like yeah. left and right this guy. Yeah, and, that's and true. I just think he's he's going a little extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? for sure. I mean, I, I I get it. He's he's pissed, but I mean, yeah. he should definitely have done something when the guy was shot in the convenience store. But he overkilled for a police yeah. officer. You know, yeah, I, think I agree. I actually had had that thought when he has the guy completely incapacitated, the guy that he like yeah. suckered in on his knees. Yeah, and he, like he could have like put cuffs on him if he had cuffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you could have just knocked him out. He decides to take his leg and just completely twist it, like oh, mangle yeah. his knee. Like his yeah. knee, like that dude's never going to walk straight again uh, yeah. for what he did to him. No, that's true. Uh, all right, you guys ready to move on to test number six? Sure. The most cliche. This is going to be another lightning round one. Um, but before we do, uh, did you guys find this movie more offensive than senseless? I don't need to ask. I don't think. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Rob on this one. Senseless. It, like, it like offended like my sensibilities and like what should what like it, my time. Like I'm offended because I like my time was wasted, but senseless was like trying to be offensive and. It really, yeah, or was more offensive. Yeah. yeah, senseless was trying to make you laugh at being offended. Yeah, right. Very poorly. Yeah, very poorly. Bad execution. Uh, test number six is most cliche. It is uh, a time when we just talk about all the tropes in the movie, things that we've seen far too many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to do the kind of the same thing. I'm just going to run through them. If you guys want to uh, say anything extra, uh, feel free to stop me. I'm just going to go for it. Uh, test number six, the most cliche. All I've got to say is that moving forward, at the end of the day, it is what it is, and we need to know the only constant is change in these unprecedented times. So let's put our best foot forward and our aces in our places, because we're like a family, and we're in it to win. All right, number one, right. Uh, the assassination set up in the beginning yep. is, is kind of the like engine for a million movies. Uh, the gangster store beat down to credential, uh, Seagal. Yep. The, uh, this isn't my blood when he gets home to his wife. Yep. You should have seen the other guy. Yeah. 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 Number four, uh, short love scene followed by family murder. Yep. (laughs) It's my favorite trope. (laughs) Mine too, man. Delicious. (laughs) Um, number five, the coma memories. Yep. Yep. That's like when uh, in Demolition Man, when uh, what's his name? I forget. Uh, what was his name? What was his name? What was Stallone's name in uh, Demolition Man? Why can't I think like of it? Pride it like, or Justice or something stupid. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, it's, oh, it's lame. Oh, um, uh, oh, Sly's name. Um, yeah. John Spartan. 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 Yep. Thank you. Yeah, John Spartan, which is a Be cliche well. in it. Uh, but when he's like, I was awake for every single minute. I remember all of it. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, same idea. The uh, narrow escape went, uh, from the hospital, which I thought was hilarious with him, like yeah. using the mop to like push himself. <laughs> to push the elevator the- button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so good. I washed myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> uh, the training montage, obviously. Yeah. Uh, this one you don't see a lot, but I've seen it before. The Rocky Four Mountain Run. <laughs> he runs so funny, too. dude. I we, we're going to talk running about was, oh, we're going to talk was, about him running. Yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have a whole oh, please please a whole conversation <laughs> about him running. Um, if, number nine, the uh, tracing. I, I, I want to say device, but I mean in a movie sense. 
So you have no idea. They show a little bit of it when they're in the van and they're like, they're listening to the grandma's call. Yeah. Like um, O'Malley's mom. But that's really the only like showing the, the tracing that they do. And they, it's like an all powerful, it reminded me of uh, enemy of the state, but with none of the tech. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like somehow they know everything that's happened. They're like, the bad guys are always one step ahead somehow, but they don't explain how they figure out where they are all the time. Yeah. Um, the teleporting conversation. So this happened. To, so for us, Super Mario Bros. This was uh, a mm-hmm. good example where they're in the they're in the apartment having a conversation, and then the it doesn't skip a beat. But they're in the van on the way to like a leaky situation. Yeah, and right? it's always like. And I said to him, crucial plot piece that I need to say to move it forward. And it's like, yes. no yes. one says that in real life. You just need it, but it's. It, it happens with O'Malley. How and you how you shoehorn it in, like make, makes it a good or bad movie. It's yeah. really it's really clunky in this one. Yeah. Yes. Um, Stormtroopers, obviously. I mean, when yeah. they're in the jeep, they're getting shot yeah. at like crazy, and of course, they, oh, yeah. you know, a bullet doesn't even graze them. Yeah. Um, hiding in the freezer, hiding whatever it is in the freezer. Yeah. Destroying stores. I wrote, you know, I I did duplicate this one. I said I don't. I try not to do that, but it, it's cliche. Yeah. Um, the missed dick shot at the end where he's like threatening to shoot him, but instead yeah. he like, you know, it's like when you go, like you see in like a war movie, like the coming down, but it lands yeah. right next to the head. Like they decide last minute yeah. not to, yeah, lame. Um, a few more gets, he gets the girl in the end. He dismantles an entire crime outfit, very yeah. Schwarzenegger or Stallone style. And then at the end, he's it, a little twist on it, but he says, I need a vacation essentially. Yeah. I think he says we should take a vacation, but it's the same thing. Uh, do you guys want to mention anything else that you thought was uh, super cliche? No, but can I add an offensive thing real quick that I just remembered? Yeah. Um, when he, when Storm is sending off um, uh, the mayor, whatever. Um, yeah. He's like, where you're going, you're not going to be so anal retentive anymore, implying he's going to get raped in the butt repeatedly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, all right, cool. So I just added to the uh, offensive uh, all right, cool. offensive nice. score. So, But, it, I mean, Sensel still wins, right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, Rob, it's, it's now yeah. time for the shit coin. Shit coin o'clock. Bob, I, I hope I hope you like the segments. Okay. Um, this is not a particularly super long one, but I think it's pretty funny. So, All right. All right. when you're ready, Rob, um, yeah, start us off. He's gonna. So Rob is going to be reading the part of the person who's bothering us on Instagram to try to um, get us to give them money, pretending that we're going to be investing in like a can't miss uh, Bitcoin uh, pyramid scheme, basically. So okay. um, we mess with them. That's that's how it goes. Yeah. So Rob's going to do that, and I'm going to read what I said back. All right, and here's the shit coin. <laughs> okay, I'm just pulling up the screenshot real quick, and I don't read these ahead of time because it's funnier that way. It is funnier. Um, so uh, this is Cindy Bold. Um, she she posts her story, and I'm going to read that real quick. And the story says. I just invested $500 on Bitcoin mining and got $10,000 profit return. I made a successful withdrawal to my cash app. She tagged somebody. She's 100% legit. Her platform is 100% safe and legit. Thanks to her, I just made $10,000. Try it out, too. Hit her up. And she tagged her twice. Tell her I referred you to her. She is 100% real and legit. She's my friend. Tagged her again. (laughs) 
And then I, I basically share, I say hi, and I share that to you. I say, what is this? I just made it again. Made what? Make money from Bitcoin mining again. What do you mean mining? I invested on Bitcoin mining. I introduced Bitcoin mining three of my friends. Can I say hello? If you really need it, I can help you about it. If you can help me, I'm shy, and they elevated me to lead grill scraper at the Hadachi. DM my tutor to invest too, and it's at Rachel Kalina times two. Tell her I referred you and want to invest on Bitcoin too. She'll teach you how you can get started. How do I go ahead and make a touch out to Rachel underscore Kalina underscore times two? Wait, are there two of her? No, just DM her now. Tell him that you want to know more about Bitcoin mining and how to start it. Sorry, I'm struggling. Not from the U.S. Who is he? How do I? Okay, just message him. Who? You will know more about it. He who? You? If you are interested, invest. DM her now. I've encountered a snake. One minute. If you cannot, forget about it. I'm interested. I just need to find a big stick. Just message him now. To hit it. One minute. Rachel is him? Hold on. He's striking. I got him. He is Rachel times two. Message him. Sorry, I'm struggling. Not from here. Have you messaged her? Screenshot it. Let me see. So then I take a screenshot of this conversation (laughs) and send it back. You don't need it. I message him. Need what? DM my tutor to invest too. Rachel Kalina times two. How? Message her. I don't know how. I'm sorry. I'm new. I'm only seven. And then a very detailed picture of where to click on the story with the name, (laughs) with the multiple tags. Basically saying, click here, you idiot. This is how you can (laughs) message her. So I take a screenshot of that, and then I send it, and I say, like like the that? Yes, and DM my tutor to invest too. Rachel Kalina times two. Just touch it. I'm only seven. Bravo. <laughs> the conversation ended there because they yeah. realized that that sounded pedophilic, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <Nice>. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, moving on to test number seven, the, sure. the worst I, graphic. I like that there's a hierarchy of grill scrapers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to, you know, there's a lot of people competing for that lead scraper job, so. Um, being seven years old, yeah. you know, it's pretty young for lead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the worst graphics test. So, um, as I mentioned before, we're just going to talk about, um, some of the bad graphics or, or good, you know, we give them credit when it, when the, you know, they deserve it. Uh, but they yeah. don't. So let's talk about the, the worst graphics in test number seven. Welcome to test number seven. The worst graphics. Uh, so the hand twist and break, it was very awkward. It's towards the beginning. Um, I I don't remember exactly who it is that he's, he's messing with, but he turns the hand over, but they, they edit it so that it cuts. And, um, you see somebody's like, like arm up in the air and the hand like extended. And I think that was real, but the way that they edited it, it was completely at a different angle than it would have been. And just kind of looked really choppy and crappy. 
Uh, the <laughs> the ski masks that the uh, intruders were wearing, where it was yeah. just like, uh, what is that game One that those kids that, that kids are playing now? Among Us, or maybe I'm maybe I missed the boat. But it's like yeah. just a little window right here. <laughs> it's like yep. it had me laughing because it was so like it just seemed like they couldn't see where they were going. Yeah. Um, his fucking beard. Let's <laughs> just yeah. Let's just mention that. <laughs> The minute that they went to him, like in a coma, and he's got this gigantic. But it's—I mean—that's not how a beard grows. It doesn't just grow wow. right here. So, like, it's—it's right. it's two feet long, but clean shaving. It reminds me of um of South Park when Carmen went into a coma for like a day, and he had the full beard. Like, oh, let's remove that face warmer for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the really cheap looking fuzzy memories. Yeah, this is one of the reasons why I felt like it. It, it looked like made for TV. Yeah, every time he goes back to like remember something about his past, they do that really fuzzy outline so that you can like right around the border. It looks like like you jump you jumped in a pool too much chlorine with no goggles for too long, and like your vision, you know, like that, like that fuzzy white. Yeah, water. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is that how you remember things? Because I, if I can remember no. the way something looks, which you know, like I, I can't remember. I don't have a photographic memory, but. Um, when I remember specific things, I, I at least am reconstructing what it looked like visually in my head. I'm probably yeah. wrong, which is why you don't like go to somebody to say like, oh, the person who shot that person was wearing a red sweater and then they got into yeah. a Ford, you know, Pinto because your details you are wrong. Yeah. But you don't you don't see all fuzzy, you know? Yeah. No. At least on the outlines, you, you see what you think you you saw. So yeah. it, I, I don't really understand that. Um, real quick, they showed well in the training montage when he's like plugging the big stick with rope around it into the ground. Yeah, you can see on his shoulder he's got scar tissue. Yeah, it looked awful. No, like, it looked it, really bad. It looked terrible. It didn't look it like was scar like tissue. Elmer's glue that dried and they rubbed it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it looked like like if it did heal that way, it would have been years after it. Yeah. After it, well, I guess it was seven years, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. But um, the replaying of audio, Rob, it, mm-hmm. that really bugged me. Like when, when he's, you know, sitting with that clip that we played before, when he's like sitting there thinking about all the things that he had heard. I know it's not like yeah. a graphics moment, but the, the audio all is. All the way to is, the bank. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bad. No, it's not good. I was, I was um, really hoping that one of his memories, just to be funny, would have been like the clerk. I don't watch the Oscars. Like that would hilarious. They just plug that in. All, all, the, all the touching memories. <laughs> I can start on a porno. Yeah, that's, that's I was gonna go. <laughs> um, the all right. So there's a um, the, towards the end. There's a broken arm. Like he breaks a guy's arm, yeah. and it look it looks like Dalton breaking the leg from Roadhouse. Yep. Like like that like mystery appendage that comes out that it really is not an arm. It's like it yeah. just looks like yeah. a prop. Yeah. Um, the grenade I thought was okay. It kind of had the like, like really the explosion was just a bunch of smoke with like a couple of like little sparklies yeah. that they throughout. Like they had a um like a spark like a literal sparkler or something lit like behind yeah. the smoke. Or you yeah. know it, it didn't look great, but I mean it, it didn't look terrible. Um, in the here's something that I did catch in the uh, getaway in the jeep. They're mm-hmm. like you know doing the stormtrooper bit where they're getting shot at a bunch. There's actually a moment where there is a man in the passenger seat. 
it's clearly two men in the Jeep, and I don't know why they would have ever even yeah. sat a, another guy in the Jeep, but there's mm-hmm. very clearly two guys in the passenger seat is like a six foot tall dude. It was really weird. Um, but to add to that scene, there's a, uh, a spot where this, uh, a goon gets like grazed by the Jeep. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like they touch it. It's like in wrestling when like the punch doesn't quite deliver and the, and the announcer is like, Oh, mm-hmm. he didn't get all of that. You know, but it, yeah. like it, it barely touched and he goes flying like 15 feet into the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. like, he would not go up. That, that, that drove me crazy because he would not shoot at a 45 degree angle in the no. air. Yeah. He would be flat under the ground. <laughs> um, and then the, the last one that I have um, is the so when this one was this was really bad. But when uh, Mason Storm has the double barrel shotgun and he's going after mm-hmm. the senator and he shoves it in his mouth. Yeah. He just like he gets it right into his mouth. I guess he knocks some teeth out. But the barrel is like, yeah, it's immediately in his mouth. And then there's like red lipstick all around. But it's supposed to look like blood. Yeah. But like how it how it seeped out and up his lip and around like immediately, like it was an immediate reaction. It was so unreal. It was like um in Waterworld the the blood splash in the back. Yeah. Like it was that bad. It just looked completely unbelievable. It's not going to stop bleeding. Like you nick yourself shaving, you're bleeding for like four fucking days. Like it's just, yeah. you know, and then like the next scene, he's just like got like the tight little ring. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like dried up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, you guys want to mention anything? Um, pool cues don't break that easily, but that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, as far as special effects, just in general, the fight scenes for being a martial artist, they were really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that that goes to the um, how we were saying he's actually not like a super uh, well trained martial artist. Like he he doubts yeah. himself. I mean, I'll, I guess I'll mention this. I guess this is special effects. When he gets thro- when one of the goons gets thrown into the street vendor. Yeah. He gets yeah. he gets he gets thrown onto or like next to a hot grill, and then he uses yeah. the grill to stand up. Oh goon, my god. Wow. He, like, he, he grabs it and picks himself yeah. up. And I'm like, dude, you'd be burning to death. Yeah, and he yes. just like, and and, as he, and you can see it, 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 you can maybe get away with saying it's not hot, but there's literal steam coming off of it. Yeah, like, right. as the effect. Like your right. fingers are going to be stuck together after that. Yeah. Because right. it's, it's, it's going to boil. That's right. You're, you're not webbed. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, it, yeah, exactly. So that, that, that drove me insane. I'm like, you know what? I guess I should have expected that, but that was bad. <laughs> All right, well, Rob, here we go again, man. Uh, dude, how do you how do you think it compared to Senseless? I I um I got to go with Hard to Kill and um, bad graphics because uh, probably yeah. because it's 1990 and Senseless is 2010. Yeah, because no, Senseless like d- didn't have a lot of it had a lot of like fast forward and like glowing things. You can't really fuck that up. Um, whereas yeah. this one is like everything looks shitty. <laughs> I so, agree. So Hard to Kill definitely beats out Senseless for being worse. Bob, you agree? I agree. Yeah. Okay, so we've got our scores, which means that we get to move on to some some fun stuff. Um, and okay. I'll, I'll try to move us along uh, kind of quickly uh, since we're running yeah. a little long. But uh, but I'm having fun. I don't know about you yeah. guys. Um, yeah. So I'll do the loopholes, and then Rob, you can do your movie review. Yeah. And we'll compare them. Oh no, we got to do bad names too. Okay. All right. So um, Bob, do you have any uh, loopholes? I, I know sometimes you take notes. 
I mean, yeah, I I, I don't want to step on any of yours, but um, maybe may, maybe this won't. So somehow they kind of knew he was in a coma, and wasn't they didn't seem so surprised that he was in a yeah. coma. Yet they couldn't find him in seven years. So that 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 was seemed to be a loophole for me. Because he's still in the area. They didn't do like a witness protection where they moved him to Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Like where they, it would they, explain they, why they didn't find him. But like you said, they, they seem like all powerful, all knowing. How could they not figure that out? Anyway. Yeah, it's a good it's a good um, point because how, how many coma wards are there in LA? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it, it, they didn't didn't think to check it out because I mean it was yeah. a pretty official coma ward, you know. Yeah. Now, May, you mentioned the grenade. When did yeah. he get a grenade? Like, I don't, oh. did, like when, when did he, he get a grenade? Dude, where the hell did that come from? That was that was the most mysterious thing. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up, grenade. I didn't even think about that. What? Where did he get a grenade? <laughs> it's 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 almost like watching Looney Tunes. When like out of nowhere you have a big anvil. Like it's like okay, yeah. why not? You know? Yeah. Right. So apparently they let that one go. Um, oh, the, <laughs> I can't believe this wasn't mentioned yet. You have to mention this. All the writing and the last scene when when mm-hmm. uh, he writes on the walls and he writes on the toilet seat. Yes, yes. And he, yeah. It's like, like when did he have time to make all of those etchings? <laughs> yeah. And what did you write it with? It's like, really was- funny to imagine. Like him yeah. sitting there with like this like pink makeup he found in the bathroom. Anticipation of death is worse <laughs> than death itself. Yeah. <laughs> and not only did he not only did they find time to write it, but he had time to compose that in his head. Like I know what I'm gonna say to this guy. <laughs> I mean, hey, he's right. He's right. But that's right. He's yeah. he's right. <laughs> and my, my last one that drove me nuts was at the beginning, they send all cops in to to make the hit, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's all it's all police to to kill Storm and his family. Storm kills one of them. Right. True. He kills one of them. Yet there's no investigation into why there's a dead cop. Where that body came from in the story. (laughs) Right. Because they mention because they they kill his uh, they kill his friend, the guy that he's calling into in the beginning. Right. And like the news report mentions two dead cops because they think that um, Mason's dead as well. Right. But it should be three dead cops. It should be. And and I, I, I get it. The whole they they kind of cover it when they say internal investigations was being threatened, like O'Malley. O'Malley was being threatened, so he had to go off the case. So I, yeah. I get that they kind of covered their ass with that one, but come on, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, that's pretty cheap. That's a loophole for me. That that that's all I wrote down because I everything else I wrote down was all the other fun stuff. Okay, cool. All right. Rob, you want me to go into mine? Yeah, go for it. All right, uh, three mentions of the Oscars. Just want to say it again. Um, it turns out there was like six. I just missed a couple. Okay. Um, (laughs) did you guys think the cassette tape in his car was really funny? Cause I did. Yeah. He's like, he's listening to like elevator music because they didn't want to pay for like the licensing Mm -hmm. on anything else. So he's like, (laughs) then he texts the disc and puts in the, or the uh, cassette tape and then puts in the cassette tape of. I, I what was it? It was important, uh, like some kind of like the audio from his camera. Yes. I why does he have a cassette tape of that? I don't know. He converted <laughs> it to cassette so he can listen to it in his car on his way home. <laughs> I, just, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, 
I mean, I, I'll, I'll say that I, I was growing up in the heyday of cassette tapes. Yeah. And cassette tapes were the cheapest and most, uh, like, pedestrian form of audio. Meaning yeah. any professional recording would never, ever, ever use a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that wouldn't have had, that wouldn't have been... There wouldn't have been a cassette slot in his camera. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's nonsensical. That didn't happen. Bribing your son to sleep with six cookies and a glass of orange juice is the worst possible idea. Yeah. I mean, we, I'm sure we all know we're all dads, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you give your son or daughter six cookies and a glass of orange juice before they go to sleep, they are not going to sleep. They're going to be like, you're going to open the door and they're going to be running on the walls in circles yeah. like uh, like Wiley Coyote or something. You give them an apple because like by the time like and then like they fall asleep while eating it and then you, <laughs> you steal it out of the room. Right. And, and in the morning you cut it into little pieces and then that other half of the apples, their breakfast or part of their breakfast. Nice move. <laughs> I like it. Rob's life hacks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. My, my kids. When when my son was little, six cookies and orange juice would have had him vomiting. That's way yeah. too much. Yeah, seriously, that's that's sugar overload for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, better make sure to brush the teeth before bed too, because yeah. <laughs> good lord. Um, I, I mentioned before, but how does the tracing work? And and the thing I want to talk about here um, that I find especially funny is that if you're the guys in the van that are waiting for that crucial phone call for um, O'Malley's mm-hmm. mother, yeah. You're listening to all their conversations. I mean, I, I was starting to create scenarios in my head of what kind of conversations he's having with like other yeah. old ladies down the road. <laughs> and these guys are going to have to listen to them talking about like the consistency yeah. of their bowel movements yeah. <laughs> or like or, um, you know, what time bingo starts at the old folks yeah. home or, you know, whatever, whatever the fuck. They're just sitting there like <laughs> torturously listening to every one of this woman's yeah. like doctor's appointments and like you know, yeah. all this stuff. Every twist in Matlock that week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good because because her phone's off the receiver, but she has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, his cherished memories of his wife and kid are walking down the street and – so it's him, his wife, and his kid walking next to a fence. <laughs> yeah. And then the praying scene that we've already seen. And that was his entire callback. They, they could have added like a little piece of like the, the spinny thing in the playground and like Storm running around it and his kid laughing or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like they well, couldn't have added any touching moments to that. What drove me nuts immediately was they were all in third person. Like they couldn't yeah. have shot an extra scene of him seeing his son praying. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's remembering his drone footage of his yeah. family from, from the road. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's a, a kind of a nitpick, but I, I think it's funny. So he says he says to the nurse, "My wife and family were killed." Yeah, isn't that like saying my wife and my wife and child were killed? It's like saying ATM machine. You don't need the same machine because the right, M right, is right. because yeah. the M is machine. So he's I like agree. saying my wife twice. Um. The fake doctor uh, henchman is in the hospital. He yeah. kills the orderly and the, the uh, you know, the, whoever else, the cop. Um, yeah. And the two of them are, like, na- laying next to each other, like, side by side in the hallway. But the orderly is peeking out, like, a little bit, and he sees that the nurse mm-hmm. is coming. He sees Andy's coming. So he has his gun in his right hand, and he grabs the orderly with his left and yeah. drags him, like, four or five feet backwards with one hand. No struggle at all. Just, yeah. like, no problem. Yep. 
um, that is something that they would have had Arnold do in one of his movies to prove like how fucking strong he is, you know? Yeah. But it was just a, like, let's not mention it. Yeah. Those um, floors, those floors were clean. They were very, yeah. very clean. Waxed. Like a, like a bowling alley. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the elevator from, uh, from the floor where, you know, that it, it's taking place, like the, the coma ward floor, uh, to the lobby. He gets yeah. in, he, he presses the thing with a mop, and then it starts going to the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. In the um, interim between his headed down, like from that floor to the bottom, mm-hmm. Andy runs over. She discovers the body. She talks yeah. over them. She's, you know, like already that's, that's got to be a couple minutes, you know, that, that's mm-hmm. what, how that plays out in reality. But then she goes over and makes a, a, like a quick phone call as well. And yeah. then the door opens at the bottom. So mm-hmm. it must have been the 180th floor or something because it, yeah. it took minutes and there there was no yeah. interruptions. Um, okay, let's do it. Seagal running. <laughs> is it? I mean, it it is every time it's funny. It, yeah, it's it's really um, bad. For the sake of time, instead of playing the theme song out at the end, I'm going to play a clip. Okay, but uh, I just, it's worth mentioning. Will Sasso does a perfect impersonation. Of how Steven Seagal runs in this bit on Mad TV called Crouching Cops Hidden Badges. It's I, he he does such a great job. It's I don't understand the flailing. He is so like anti aerodynamic, yeah, right? Because it's like it's like when you're um, I'm trying to think of like like a a missile a missile that's like yeah. midstream in the air needs to slow down uh, before it, it heads down to hit its target or whatever. It's gonna uh, flap out like little. Um, metal barrier. So like a space yeah. shuttle, as soon as it wants to slow down, like it's going to throw out these little metal barriers so that um, the, the air resistance goes up. Yeah. This, this is how uh, Seagull runs. Yeah. He, he's like flapping his arms out. Like it, it looks mm-hmm. like he's like, he's a lane from Seinfeld dancing while yes. he's running the full body dry heave. Yeah. It's coming out in every yeah. direction, like a foot way over here, uh, like a hand way over there. I don't understand. Like I've never seen anybody run like that. And yeah. it just had me dying. Like there, there's. I think there's a YouTube video you can look up. Just just Stevens go running. Like it, all <laughs> on, I watched it's it. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, I gotta um, look that up. Man. Oh god, it's so <laughs> funny. There's also something funny about him training. Yeah. The, the, did you guys notice there, there was like a spot where he was like, he just starts going like this, and what I'm doing is just. Oh, like, that was he, so funny. He yeah. starts chopping like as fast as he can, like towards oh, the middle. Know. With both arms, like alternating left, right, left, right, left, right, and I've never seen anybody do that in like any yeah. kind of martial arts. It's not like something Van Dam would ever do. And that, like, I don't know if it was like a stretch to like loosen up his arms. Totally confused. I don't know. But basically, something smelly happened, and somebody was about to walk in the room, so he had to quickly, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's about to make sweet love, so he's got to air the room out a little. Um, post uh, training, super sweaty sex. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, on the subject, but she comes in. He just trained for how many hours? He's like completely yeah. sweaty, disgusting, fatigued, yeah. and they're about to make love. She's all dressed up nice. She found a flower on her walk. She no, he knowing Steve Seagal's track record, he probably has skin marks. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, well, did you also notice that as soon as it, that scene ended? He was sitting in like the same position, the same room, kind of contemplating. It almost looked like it didn't happen, and he yeah. imagined it. Huh. Like now that you that mentioned w- it, it does seem a lot like that. 
that, well, that would that'd be better if you turned yeah. it down. <laughs> that, would, that would be less offensive. Yeah. For sure. So that I couldn't tell. It looked like he just imagined the whole thing. And I, I but you know, I think it was I just wonder. bad editing. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Um, the old lady had a broken back, I think yeah. O'Malley says. Did you guys pick up on that? Because until he said yeah. that, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't. Well, that. she had one, but I'm guessing by now she had healed. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she seemed like perfectly fine to me. Yeah. Um, speaking of the old lady, I like how, um, what's her face? Uh, Andy went like in to investigate. She brings the tea set back. And yeah. uh, O'Malley's badge is the first thing she sees as she goes into the back door. Yep. It's like the, there's a de- like a, an official looking desk and there's O'Malley's badge. Yeah. It's the first fucking thing she sees when she like she doesn't have to do any searching. The old lady yeah. who's supposed to be covering for O'Malley doesn't know who he is. Keeps the badge right next to the unlocked and open back door. Yeah. Okay. Um, we mentioned that sheetrock stops bullets, and I know that because yeah. Andy and uh, and Mason Storm dive uh, under the like hallway, like the French style like um, hallway where half the wall is missing on the top. Yeah. Like at the top of the stairs, and they don't get hit by bullets, so yeah. the kids should be fine. Um, <clears throat> let's see. He just trades the jeep for the beater. Uh, that just bugged me because the the kids are just like, "Yeah, sure, we'll take your your jeep with fucking bullet yeah. holes in it." I'm sure you don't have anybody chasing after you or anything. Yeah. You're trying to ditch this jeep yeah. that that just recently got shot up on machine guns. Like, n- no problem. We'll just switch it out. Yeah. No, but he he spoke Spanish, so it was it was cool. Oh, right. <laughs> Essay, yeah. That was horrible. That was horrible. That really scene was. made no sense. It made zero sense. It, here's another thing that doesn't make any sense. Why isn't Sonny screaming for help when he's running through like the train station and through the streets in New York where there are like, yeah. hundreds of people? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, listen to your right hand when he's warning you that all of your goons are dead instead of just sending them away. Yeah. Uh, Senator... Vernon not only sends him away, but the um, like the hot chick he's got in the hot tub with him. Yeah, he just needs to be completely alone and vulnerable to contemplate uh, what might be happening instead of getting yeah. the update from his right hand man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how Mason Storm, um, one of the one of the cops, I think it might have been Hank from Breaking Bad. Yeah, at the end, he just straight up slaps him in the face. Yep, <laughs> yeah. it's like. <laughs> it's just like a fucking straight up like bitch slap to his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Um, I feel like that film that he took at the docks would just be black. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like despite the fact that like obviously he wasn't filming because I yeah I may mention this before but he wasn't filming when uh, Senator turns around and like puts his face yeah. into the light. But not only that, like you would have no idea. One, you wouldn't be able to hear shit. Yeah. Two. It would be completely pitch black. I mean, like if you shot mm-hmm. it on your like iPhone 13 at the docks, you wouldn't be able to tell who they are. Yeah, I doubt the aperture settings are, were advanced in 1990 on a like a, a home home video setup. It's it's not yeah. like it was an extremely expensive looking camera or anything. So, um, and I got one more. Okay. At the end, when he kills everybody in this guy's mansion, um, isn't that even though they had seen the takes? Mm-hmm. Isn't that still vigil like illegal vigilante justice? He still killed a shitload of people and damaged a ton of property, and I'm sure they didn't keep him 
like on as an active duty officer after he was presumed dead for seven years. Right. So he's just a civilian. He's a civilian on paper. Probably you, you, you got, you got to retrain. If you, if you take a year off from like a law enforcement job, I'm sure you got to be retrained on a bunch of shit and get recertified. And he's been gone for seven. Right. You don't just make a phone call, but yeah. I mean, he, the, all those people should be tried for their crimes against, um, yeah. you know, the state or whatever. They oh, should totally. be just murdered. Yeah. By some guy. So he should be going away for the rest of his life for murder. Yeah, and also when you go into a convenience store and you witness the um, cashier get his chest blown off with a shotgun and you then beat three people nearly to death, you don't just get to walk home after that. You have to do paper. You have to go back to the station and shit. Yeah, I think he signed something. The Oscars. Yeah, (laughs) right. Didn't he just (laughs) sign like a piece of paper on a clipboard and then they were like, "All right, see ya." Yeah, Yeah. he didn't take. He he just gave a verbal statement and walked home. Yeah, so then, uh, you know, I broke that guy's leg, and I was like, uh, I got to get home to watch the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing I can feel like they might have used as logic is he technically was listed as dead yeah. when he was in his coma. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when, when he comes back, is he, is he, <laughs> should he be tried for things? Because he's dead. He's not really alive. He's not yeah. a citizen. Oh, the, the old double jeopardy. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. But that's okay. it, obviously that's you know that's bullshit. So yeah. All right, guys, let's close this thing up. Um, unless you guys have anything else you want to add, that's it. That's it. Um, I I do want to add that um, that there, there are segments on Joe Rogan if you want to look him up, um, where he talks major shit like he has um Boss Rutten in to talk major yeah, shit about him. Yeah. Um, there. There's a video on online that you can look up where um, Seagal was talking about how he uh, trained Anderson Silva, who Anderson the Spider Silva, who's one of the best mm. MMA fighters ever. Yeah, uh, where it's clearly a lie. Um, yeah, he, he just he's a, he's a, clearly a compulsive liar. I still yeah. don't know if he's actually like a super Aikido master who can kick the shit out of anybody. But like I mentioned yeah. last week, there are videos of him out there where he's doing the like karate guru shit where you just like mm-hmm. wave your hand and knock people over and that kind of stuff yeah. so that that's all fake poor shit and anybody who really seems to be from the mma community thinks he's full of shit yeah. he's a liar you know he like he actually doesn't know what he's doing the way he runs tells me that he doesn't know what he's doing no. um so i'm i'm ready to dig into more Seagull maybe next season or something yeah. we should put him in the roster with van damme with stallone with schwarzenegger as like kind of our go-to guys cage yeah you know because I, I, I'm always digging these movies. This was yeah. super fun for me. Um, you guys want to hear the bad credit names? Yeah. Yeah. There's not a ton. Uh, the Return of Buddy Joe Hooker. Joe Hooker, all right. He's, he's in, like, he did choreography. Not yeah. the martial arts, I guess. Um, okay. Maybe, so, maybe a dance number I missed. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was actually in the credits. He was in the credits twice. Was okay. he? Oh, he was, yeah. he was listed at, he, was, he uh, he played a, a role in the movie. He did. He did. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's probably one of the goons. Okay. <laughs> they, they didn't have enough people to, to, to do, do everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> get Joe Hooker out there. Pulling the grip. Um, I, I want to say, uh, Bob, you mentioned, but Seagull did all the fight choreography. He did. Uh, so nice. if you're, if you have, uh, anything against the way that it shot, yeah, you can go to him. You can blame okay. him for that. Which means uh, there's a woman. No, no, nobody was double checking his running, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they should, probably should have got a, a sprinting expert in to, to show him a couple tricks. Yeah. Of, of I, course it's good. 
<laughs> but they they also mentioned like O'Malley talks about how he's how he used to be super fast. Yeah, it, it was like they wanted to like brag about his running style or something. Like his unique way of running was faster than everybody else. <laughs> I think because I think because his son Sonny is like a track star or some shit. So they're like, yeah, probably is. outrun you. And it says O'Malley, and he's like, I don't know. I don't think I've lost a step or some shit like that. You know, he gets it from his dad. Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, so real, real, real quick. I'm sorry to inflate this uh, pod any more than our normal runtime, but it's when he's running up the mountain and he yeah. turns at a corner. That was the part that made me laugh like like yeah. out loud. He turns a corner to run up a different like dirt path and his yeah. steps are closer together than like a penguins. Yeah, it, it, it was so strange. Like when he takes a step like they, like his foot is halfway like. It, his toes are halfway into his other foot. That's a, yeah. that's how like short his steps were when he turned. It's just like, oh man, you, you just, just rewatch that scene when he's running yeah. up the mountain. He takes a turn. It's fucking hilarious. It's so funny. Um, Virginia Cook McGowan. Okay. Sonny Filippini. All right. Uh, we only got two more because there weren't a lot actually. Michael right. McMeal. Okay. And Kent Turnipseed. I like that one. <laughs> that I love was, that one. Yeah, that was my I, favorite. Kent Turnipseed. That was, I was I, like, finally one that actually like qualifies as a really bad name. I, I only um, had one that you didn't have. Okay, what you got? Lionel Lavalee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's really fun. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> fun. It is. <laughs> Lionel Lavalee. <laughs> um, all right, let's compare the movie and okay. uh, movies, and then we'll uh, do our plug-in stuff, and we'll get out. Sounds good. All right, Rob, I'm glad you can't punch through Discord. <laughs> Senseless had a negative 65, was the worst of its kind. Okay. Um, so it gets the extra nod, but I mean, it, it clearly, clearly beat Hard to Kill, who had a negative 17, not the worst of its kind, thanks to uh, Tango and Kev. Uh The plot, uh, Senseless also wins here. So it's 2 nothing because All right. you, you wouldn't make that, Rob. You would not make yeah. Senseless. No, and you gave it a one star. Yeah. Uh, collectively, we had a 2.25 star. And yes, you would make it for Hard to mm-hmm. Kill. You guys decided to split that one. Yeah. So Senseless takes it to uh, two nothing so far. <clears throat> However, Hard to Kill is hard to kill, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, it's starting to fight back now with a dialogue. Uh, yeah. It takes it. It's, it was worse than Senseless. Okay. The acting was also worse for Hard to okay. Kill. So we have a two to two tie. All right. Uh, senseless, not to be outdone. Uh, was way more offensive. Okay. Like, way more offensive. But uh, Hard to Kill now, uh, at a 3-2 to two deficit, swings back with a 17-14 to 14 cliche score. Ooh. And then, as you know, the graphics was worse for Hard to Kill. Yeah. Making it a 4-3 uh... to three winner and the worst <sighs> movie of the season so far. I did not think that Senseless would lose, Rob, to back no. you up. I really didn't. I... I I would rather watch Hard to Kill again than watch Senseless, for sure. Same. Same here. Yeah, I guess anything's I possible, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not a fan of David Spade, personally. You know, I don't, I don't really think he's that funny. Yeah. And that movie was just, like, just a cringe fest. Yeah. And not in a good way. Fucking awful. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, uh, for next week, guys, mm-hmm. just so you know, um, Rob and I will be doing Volcano with Tom, Tommy oh, Lee Jones. One? I thought God yeah, it won, it won by four votes. Okay, um, cool. I didn't check the Twitter. Um, let right. me check that real quick. We probably don't. 
I'm really starting to get that going. Uh, Twitter, yeah. it turns out, it seems like a pretty good platform for promotion. So I'm, I'm trying to get on there a little bit more. Just don't engage with anybody or you'll want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking awful. Uh, but, you know, we, we really didn't get much of a, yeah. um, a reaction there. So, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, it won by uh, four votes. Cool. Volcano. Um, so, hey, Bob, I want to thank you again, Bob Hasek, from uh, think underscore in underscore movie underscore scenes. Uh, on instagram it was a lot of fun it always is uh i feel like these episodes are uh made all the better by your presence so thank you for joining us once again hey of course and uh uh you know rob i I, i'm I'm very sorry but hard to kill and seagal were my um they were my contribution uh to 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 the vote so i I feel (laughs) bad that i i feel i feel bad that i brought that i brought the end of of uh of uh senseless uh, uh, you know what? I just it, I just wanted Chris to watch it, so that's <laughs> I, I win in the end, dude. It yeah, wasn't per, it wasn't personal. Yeah, I yeah, got you. No, I got you. <laughs> no, this is so much fun. Thank you guys for letting me uh, let me join in. Cool. So you like the new format, then, Bob? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it, even though the the original was uh, good, and um, I liked I liked how it, it it added structure. I think this just ups the ante. I think it's even better. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, so I want to I want to um, just plug the social real quick and then uh, Robbie can tell them where, where to hear us. But uh, yeah. check us out on Instagram. That's where we post the most. Um, we're getting pretty active over there on Twitter, so you can check us out there, too. Um, I'll be posting polls on both. Um, and we think we're going to start to uh, really drum up the uh, TikTok. Because, um, okay. yeah. yeah, Rob is Rob is really starting to understand the TikTok. Uh, I watched angles. like 25 hours of TikToks over the weekend and um, I'm, I'm a worse person for it, but I know how to use yeah. the platform and I know what kind of content people are engaging with. So, uh, so, so forward, I'll be taking care of that. that's my sign out. Um, yeah. I will just say thank you again for um, uh, you guys who are listening out there. And if you feel like reaching out, uh, it's worst movie ever made at gmail.com and Rob, where can they hear us? Uh, go to any, go to any podcast app and type in the worst movie ever made. And you will see us. Um, we're native to Anchor FM and Spotify, so if you're using a, a, a special app for podcasts, just get the RSS feed from there, and then you can plug it into your app and listen to it. And with that, um, like I teased earlier, we will be playing out, instead of doing the theme song, I'm playing a clip from a Mad TV featuring Will Sasso portraying Steven Seagal. So uh, oh, have yeah. a good week, guys. You can take that to the bank. <laughs> okay, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. All right, in this shot... I'm going to use my magic to run up that wall and then jump up over the roof. Okay, great. Hey, can we get those wires in here, please? Whoa, 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 hey. (laughs) Who said anything about wires? I saw that Chinese movie like four times. I didn't see any wires. Yeah, that's because they were digitally removed. Oh, really? Well, maybe I should digitally remove your head from your body. Because people are paying good American money to see me fly. (laughs) That's very good. (laughs) Oh, what's that? Oh, you think I should? I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. What? Yeah, yeah. You know, he makes a good point. (laughs) 